This week's Parsha is Parsha's Vairo, and we'll start in the beginning of the Parsha, which is chapter 6, verse number 2. The verse starts by Dabar Elohim and Moshe. Hashem spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayoymer Elov, and he told them, Ani Hashem, I am Hashem. The first Rashi of the Parsha notes that's written by Dabar Elohim al Moshe, not the usual term by Dabar Hashem el Moshe, meaning whenever it says by Dabar Hashem el Moshe, since Hashem is Hashem's name of mercy. Yudke Vavke is Hashem's name of mercy. Then when it says, Vaidabra Hashem El Moshe, it means Hashem spoke face to face to Moshe Rabbeinu. But since Elohim denotes the name of Hashem of justice, therefore when it's written the words, Vaidabra Elohim El Moshe, that denotes that Hashem spoke harsh words to Moshe Rabbeinu, that he spoke in a justice way to Moshe Rabbeinu. Then the question is, why did Hashem speak harsh words to Moshe Rabbeinu? So Rashi says, Diber ito mishpat, that Hashem spoke words of rebuke, harsh words to Moshe Rabbeinu, al shehik sholedaber, because Moshe Rabbeinu spoke harshly, veloimar, and he said to Hashem, on previously on chapter 5, verse number 22, Lama reoiso, Lama zeh, why have you done evil to this nation? Lama zeh shalachtoni, why have you sent me? Meaning that in the end of the last week's parsha, after Moshe Rabbeinu came to Paroi and tells them that Hashem asked to let the Jewish people go to make a three-day holiday, Paroi not only did not send the Jewish people out, but he actually made the work of the Jewish people harsher, that he wouldn't give any more straw, that they should make the bricks. They had to gather around Egypt to gather the straw. Then Moshe Rabbeinu complained to Hashem and said... Why have you done evil for this nation? Why have you sent me? And because of Moshe Rabbeinu's harsh words, then Hashem starts his parsha by speaking words of rebuke to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he tells them, I'm Hashem. And then he continues and says that I appeared to Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov with the name Kel Shakai and the name of Hashem I never let known to them. And then on the next verse says, the Gam Hakimoisi, as Brisi Itam, that I establish my covenant with them. Losa is Lohem as Eretz Knan, to give them the land of Knan. Ace Eretz Megureem, the land of sojourning Asher Garuba, that they sojourned there. And technically, we have to understand why this verse is so long, meaning the verse could have just said, the Gamma Kimoises Brisi Itam. That I made my covenant with them to give them the land of Knan. Why does the verse need to continue and say, as Eres Megureim, the land of sojourning, Asher Garuba, that they sojourned there? How does this come to add anything to what Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu? And then Hashem says that I heard the cry of the Jewish people, and then Hashem transmits to Moshe Rabbeinu to tell the Jewish people the four languages of redemption that is going to redeem us. And even after all this, we have to understand how did Hashem answer the question of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu asked, why have you done evil to this nation? And Hashem gives him this whole speech that I'm eventually going to take the Jewish people out, but it doesn't seem like Hashem actually answered Moshe Rabbeinu's question. Even though Rashi writes down that when he said, Ani Hashem, I'm Hashem, Rashi writes down, Nelmon, the Shalom Schar, that I'm trustworthy to give reward, but still does not answer Moshe Rabbeinu's question, why has he done evil 
to this nation? Where is that answer? And then we find that on verse number 9, that Moshe Rabbeinu speaks so to the Jewish people, but the Jewish people did not listen to Moshe, from shortness of breath, of wind, he may avoid the kosher and from harsh work. And we have to understand, why didn't the Jewish people listen to Moshe Rabbeinu? What did Moshe Rabbeinu tell the Jewish people? And what did the Jewish people see that they didn't want to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu? Another interesting idea is brought down by the Balaturim. The Balaturim, on the word that they didn't hear Moshe, Mikoitzer Ruach, from shortness of breath, notes that the word koitzer, shortness, is written chaser vav, missing avav, meaning that the word mikoitzer should have been written mem kuf vav tzadik reish. Instead, it's written only mem kuf tzadik reish, without the vav. And then he notes that the word mikoitzer, missing avav, ends up exactly the numerical value of 430, meaning the mem is 40, the kuf is 100, that's 140. The tzaddik is 90, that makes it 230. And the reish is 200, which makes it 430. Which the Baltrum says, it alludes to that after 430 years, they will be redeemed. As the verse writes down in Parsha's boy, chapter 12, verse number 40, with children of Israel, that they resided in Egypt, was Shloishim Shona Va'arba Meir Shona, was 430 years, which means that after 430 years, the Jewish people are going to be redeemed. The question that we have is that why are the Jewish people alluding to this? Meaning, the Jewish people did not listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, Ruach, because after 430 years, they're going to be redeemed and from harsh work then why did the Jewish people say that? I understand if Hashem would say that, that the Jewish people will be redeemed after 430 years, then I understand it. But since the statement was said by the Jewish people, what do the Jewish people mean by the fact that 430 years passed and that's why they didn't listen to Moshe Rabbeinu? To answer this question, first Shemian Rosh brings the Medish Tanhuma in the end of Parshas Achemos, Simon Yudbeis, where there the Medish Tanchuma says, it's written on the verse in Yeshaya chapter 45, verse number 17, Israel Noishab Hashem, Israel is being saved by Hashem, Teshuas Oilamim, our eternal saving. The Medish explains, Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, Bo'elom in this world, Ha'isem Noishim Aridei Bnei Adam, you were saved, you were redeemed by People, Bemitzrayim, when you were in Egypt, you were saved through Moshe and Ahan. Sisra, in the days of Sisra, you were saved through Barak and Dvoira, as it's written in the book of Judges. Bemidyonim, when you were fighting against the Midyonim, you were saved Shamgar Benanat, as it's written in Shaftim chapter 3. Shaftim, and through other judges, you were saved. But because those saviors were made of flesh and blood, even though you were saved, was only a temporary saved, 
because you were again subjugated for other people. But in the future, I myself will redeem you. And then you will never again be subjugated. Because it's written on the verse, Israel Israel was saved, was helped by Hashem. Chuas Oilamim are eternal helping. Meaning that since all the other savings of the Jewish people were done by men of flesh and blood, therefore they didn't last. They were only a temporary saving. But when Hashem is going to save us, is going to be an eternal saving. And Sefer Kosnesar on Parshas Maser on chapter 33, verse number 1 of Bamidbar, explains the same idea of the Madrish Tanchuma, and he says that the reason why the Jewish people had to go to different travelings throughout the desert, different places throughout the desert, is because Ele Maseh Bnei Israel, this is the sojourning of the children of Israel, Ashayatsu Meres Mitzrayim, that went out from the land of Egypt, let's see, voiceom, according to the legions, Beyad Moshe Vaharm, by the hand of Moshe Naharm, meaning that the only reason why they had to go to all these sojournings is because the redemption came by the hand of Moshe Naharm. Had the redemption come directly from Hashem, then they wouldn't have to go any other place after Egypt. They would go straight to Eretz Israel and they'll be able to enjoy eternal life and never again be subjugated. But because it was done by Yad Moshe Naharm, by the hand of Moshe Naharm, therefore the other sojournings had to come afterwards, meaning that it couldn't be a full redemption, which again is the same idea of the Medrish Tanhuma. And also Sefer Nachal Kadumim writes down that the initials of Ela, Masa, Bnei Israel, these are the travelings of the Jewish people, alludes to the four exiles that we are going to have. The Aleph from Ela alludes to the exile of Edom that starts with an Aleph. The Mem from Masai alludes to the exiles of Modai. The base from Bnei alludes to the exile that we're going to have of Bavol. And the youth from Israel alludes from the exile that we're going to have in Yavon in Greek. Which means that all the four exiles are alluded on the verse Ele Masabne Israel, but they only come because it, the redemption from Egypt was done by Yad Moshe Naharm, the hands of Moshe Naharm. Meaning that since the redemption of Egypt was done by Moshe Naharm, which are made of flesh and blood, therefore it's alluded to when their sojournings the four exiles that the Jewish people are going to have to endure. But if the redemption of Egypt was done by Hashem, then you wouldn't have to have alluded in this verse the other four exiles, because if Hashem redeems us, then there is no exile afterwards. And therefore, the only reason we are going to have the four exiles is because it, the redemption came through the hands of Moshe Nahar, which is also the same idea exactly as the Medrish Tanchuma says. Sefer Shemirosh continues and says that it's known the famous question from all the Mefarshim that since the decree of the covenant between the parts in Bereshis chapter 15 verse number 13 it says you should surely know that strangers will be your children that land that's not theirs they will enslave them 
and they'll afflict them 400 years, which clearly says that we're supposed to be enslaved and afflicted for 400 years. Then the question becomes, since the Jewish people were in Egypt only for 210 years, how did they get out before its time? Hashem made the promise that's going to be after 400 years. Then how can we get out before the time? And Sefer Shem Rosh brings, there are many answers to this question. One, that the harshness of labor of Pharaoh completed the time, meaning that normally slaves would work for 400 years for Paroi, but now that Paroi enslaved us so harsh, we did the work of 400 years in 210 years because we worked overtime day and night, and normally even a slave does not work day and night since Paroi afflicted us more than he should, then we eventually were able to complete the work of 400 years in 210 years. The other interpretation is that since Hashem multiplied the population in a miraculous way, that means that the population that's supposed to serve Paroi in 400 years eventually served Paroi in 210 years. Then the miracle that we became so fruitful and we multiplied so fast was actually a way for us to complete the work in less than 400 years. And the other Mephoshim explained that the other Goliaths, that other exiles, complete the exile in Egypt, meaning that Hashem saw that we can't stay in Egypt for 400 years because we became so corrupted that if we'd stay longer, then we wouldn't be able to survive the Egyptian exile. Therefore, Hashem had to take us out before our time. And since it's missing 190 years of the promise that we are going to be enslaved, therefore Hashem puts other exiles for us to complete the exile of Egypt. And he says that we know that all these answers are probably true. And since we see that the redemption that was in Egypt was done by Moshe and Aharon and not by Hashem, then that itself shows that we are going to have other exiles and the time of subjugation is not finished because if the time would have been complete after 210 years then Hashem himself would have redeemed us from Egypt from the fact that Hashem sent Moshe and Aharon and did not redeem him himself that shows clearly that we did not complete yet the time that we were supposed to be in Egypt but Sefer Shemeroj says that Rashi on chapter 12 verse number 40 the verse that we mentioned earlier that it says that Moshe Bnei Israel, that the living of the Jewish people, Asher Yoshfu Mitzrayim, that they lived in Egypt, was Shloishun Shona, Varba Meir Shona, 430 years, and Rashi is bothered, why were we in Egypt for 430 years, when the decree, covenant between the parts, says that we should only be enslaved for 400 years. So Rashi says that the 400 years counted from when Yitzchak was born, meaning that since Hashem said to Avram Avinu, Yager that your children are going to be strangers in a land that's not theirs, and then they'll be afflicted and enslaved for 400 years, that started counting when Avram Avinu had Yitzchak, because the decree was on Zaracho, on your children, which from the birth of Yitzchak until we went out of Egypt was 400 years, which Yitzchak was also a stranger in a land that's not theirs, meaning that according to Rashi, Avram Avinu did not yet have Eretz Israel, and since he didn't have Eretz Israel, 
then the children are considered children in a strange land, which means Yitzchak is also considered a stranger in a land that's not his. So therefore the count started with the birth of Yitzchak, even though Yitzchak wasn't actually enslaved, but since the birth of Yitzchak until the redemption of Egypt was exactly 400 years. And Rashi explains that when it's written 430 years, that is counting from the time of the covenant between the parts, meaning that covenant that's written in Parshas Lechacho, chapter 15, was when Abraham Avinu was 70 years old, 30 years before he had Yitzchaks, and therefore 430 years after it was predicted that they are going to be slaves and they're going to be redeemed, so that's when these Jewish people left Egypt. But they were counting 400 years, according to Rashi, from the birth of Yitzchak. According to this, Sefer Shem and Rosh says that Moshe Rabbeinu learned like Rashi. Meaning Moshe Rabbeinu learned that we count the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak. Comes out that the time is already finished. That since it is already 400 years since the birth of Yitzchak, then the problem is, Why have you done evil to this nation? Meaning, since the time is up, they don't have to work harsher to complete the time. The time is already up. And then, if the time is really up, Why are you sending me? Meaning, why are you sending the redemption through men of flesh and blood, which implies that is going to be other exiles afterwards because the exile on Egypt is not complete. If we count from the birth of Yitzchak, why bother sending me? It should be you, Hashem, that should redeem him and should make a complete redemption as it's written in the Medesh Tanchuma that when the time is up, Hashem is going to redeem us, to show us Oilamim, eternal redemption, then why send me? Meaning, since Moshe Rabbeinu held that the 400 years are already up, then we don't need to have neither harsh work, meaning we don't have to work harsh work to complete the time, and the redemption should not be through a shliach, through men of flesh and blood, the redemption should be through Hashem. So therefore Moshe Rabbeinu asks, What have you done bad to this nation that you made work harder since the time is already up? And then, Why you bother sending me? You should redeem them yourself because the time is already up. Therefore, Sefer Shemeroy says that we should know that the fact that we could count from the birth of Yitzchak, the 400 years, that will depend on the machloikas, on the argument, if Eretz Yisrael is muhzekes, is already acquired by Avram Avinu, or was promised by Avram Avinu, and eventually is going to be acquired by the Jewish people. But up to the time that the Jewish people came to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael was not considered the land of the Jewish people was not considered theirs. Meaning that if I say that Eretz Yisrael is Muhzakas, is already acquired by Avram Avinu, that means that Avram Avinu has the land and Yitzchak is his inheritor, then we cannot say that the 400 years start from the birth of Yitzchak because the prophecy says, Ger Yezaracho be'eretz lo'elohem. Strangers will be your children in a land that's not theirs. Meaning, that Yitzchak has to be a stranger in a land that's not his. But if I say that Avram Avinu already acquired that Israel, then by lieu of inheriting it from Avram Avinu, Yitzchak is the owner of the land. And since Yitzchak never left Eretz Israel, 
then Yitzchok cannot be a stranger in a land that's not his. It's his land. He owns the land because Hashem gave it to Avraham Avinu and Avraham Avinu acquired it. But if I hold that Eretz Yisrael is not acquired by Avraham Avinu, it's not Muchzeket, it's not ours from Avraham Avinu, then we could actually say that Yitzchok was a stranger in a land that's not his because he never acquired Eretz Yisrael either because even though he inherits from Avraham Avinu, but Avraham Avinu never actually acquired their Yisrael, and Hashem says that he's going to give Eretz Yisrael to them, it means to their children in the future, but right now, right at the point when Yitzchok is alive, Yitzchok never acquired Eretz Yisrael, then Yitzchok could actually be a stranger in a land that's not his, because Eretz Yisrael does not belong to him, and so too Yaakov was also a stranger in a land that's not his, and so too now the Jewish people are in a land that's not there, so therefore we could actually count from the birth of Yitzchak. So it comes out that the fact that if you could count the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak will depend on the argument if Eretz Yisrael is Muchzekes, Me'avoyseinu, Me'avram Yitzchak, is already acquired from Avram and Yitzchak, or it's not acquired from Avram and Yitzchak. Clearly, if Moshe Rabbeinu is complaining that the time is up, then Moshe Rabbeinu believes that the land was not acquired by Avram, and therefore Yitzchok is a stranger in a land that's not his, and therefore the time is up, and therefore Hashem should redeem him himself, and Hashem should not do a harsh labor for the Jewish people. But Hashem answers Moshe Rabbeinu that that is not so, because Hashem says on verse number 4, the gam hakimoisias brisi itam, I made my covenant with them, losses lohem as Eretz Knan, to give them the land of Knan, as Eretz Megureyem, the land of sojourning, Ashegorubo, that they resided in it. Meaning, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that I already gave them the land, the land that they were living in it, I gave them that land, which means that Avram Avinu already acquired the land, and if Avram Avinu already acquired the land, then Yitzchok was not a stranger in a land that's not his. That means we cannot count the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak. That means that we have to count the 400 years when the Jewish people came to Egypt. And that means also that now the time is not up yet, that the 400 years are not up. And since the 400 years are not up, I need to have the harshness of work to complete the time. And we also need to have other exiles afterwards to complete this time of Egypt. Therefore, Hashem is actually answering Moshe Rabbeinu's question, why have you done evil to this nation? I have done evil to this nation because the time is not up and I need to complete more time through the harsh work. And I send you because since the time is not up, I can't redeem them because you require to have other exiles afterwards. Therefore, I have to send you which are made of flesh and blood, because I have to bring to them afterwards other exiles. Comes out according to this interpretation, when Hashem gives this speech to Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem is actually answering Moshe Rabbeinu's question, why has he done evil to this nation, and why he sent Moshe Rabbeinu? Because he did evil to this nation, meaning he caused them to work harder to complete the time, because the time is not up, and for the same reason, he sent Moshe Rabbeinu in order to be able to be afterwards other exiles. 
And that answers our question why Hashem is saying such a long way when Hashem could have just said that I told him to give them the land of Canaan, but Hashem goes into detail that you should know that the land where they lived, I gave it to them because Hashem wanted to Moshe Rabbeinu to know that Eretz Yisrael was acquired by Avram Avinu, and if Eretz Yisrael is acquired by Avram Avinu, then Yitzchak inherited, then automatically you cannot count the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak, therefore the Jewish people have to work harsher, and therefore the Jewish people are going to be exiled afterwards. Sefer Shemin Roish brings now a Binyan David, where Sefer Binyan David brings a Yefei Tohar, where the Yefei Tohar says that this Machloikis, if Eretz Yisrael is acquired from Avram Avinu, meaning if Avram Avinu made Chazok in Eretz Yisrael, made an act of acquisition in the land of Israel, will depend on the Machloikis of Rabbi Yonis and Rabbi Yoshe in many places in Shaz, and particularly in the Gemara in Chulin, Daf Ayin Ches, Omet Beis, 78b. There the Gemara brings a verse, which is written in Vayikra chapter 20, verse number 9, where the verse writes down, Ki ish ish, because every person, Ashei Kalal, as Ovi Vesimoy, that will curse his father and his mother, Mois Yumas will surely die. And the verse continues, Aviv ve'imoy kilal, that his father and his mother he cursed, dumb of boy, his blood is on him. So the Gemara first brings a statement of Rabbi Yoshe, that Rabbi Yoshe says that if the verse would only have written the first part of the verse, meaning that it would be written, ish ish, a person, asha yekalal, es aviv ve'esimoy, that will curse his father and his mother, moisumas, he will die, I would have thought, that the person is only liable for death when he curses his father and his mother. Because the ve'esimoy and his mother comes to add to the father, meaning you're not liable if you curse your father alone. You're only liable if you curse your father and your mother. They would have thought that if you curse your father alone and you don't curse your mother, or the opposite, you curse your mother alone and you don't curse your father, then I would have thought that you are not liable for death. Because the verse says that only if you curse your father and mother. Therefore, says Rabbi Yosha, the verse requires to write the ending of the verse, which says, Oviv v'imoy kilal, that his father and his mother he cursed. And the word curse is written next to the mother to tell you that you are liable if you curse your father or you curse your mother. Meaning that if out the ending of the verse, I would have thought that since it's written Vesimoy and your mother, that means that you have to also curse your mother to be liable for the punishment of death. Comes Rabbi Yonison. Rabbi Yonison says that from the verse itself, I would have known that if you curse your father by himself or your mother by herself, you would be liable for death. Because when the verse writes down, Ish ish, every person as aviv that will curse his father, ve esimoy and his mother, the vav comes to separate them. It doesn't come to add to it, and therefore I would have known from this verse by itself that if a person just curses his father or just curses his mother, there is liable for death. Meaning that there is always a machloikis if the vav comes to add. Meaning that the vav comes to say that you only get whatever is written there when you do both things, or the Vav comes to divide and give you an option, either that 
or death. Meaning that you don't have to just curse your father to get death penalty. You could also curse only your mother and you also get death penalty. According to this, the Afai Torah says that since Hashem wrote down in Bereshit chapter 13, verse number 17, Kum hisalech ba'aretz, Hashem told Avram Avinu, get up and walk on the land, le'arka, to its land, u'le'rachba, and to its width, because I'm going to give this land for you, which means that Hashem told Avram Avinu that by the act of walking the land, in the land and in the width, he will give him the land. That means the following. If I hold that the Vav comes to separate, meaning it comes to say either you could walk the land or you could walk the width, then comes out since Avram Avinu walked the width of the land, then Avram Avinu acquired Eretz Israel by walking the width because the Vav comes to say either or. You don't have to do both according to the opinion of Rabbi Yonison. Therefore, comes out that Avram Avinu acquired the land through the walking. If Avram Avinu acquired the land through the walking, then Yitzchak also acquired the land by inheriting it from Avram Avinu. Then Yitzchak is not a stranger in a land that's not his. Therefore, we cannot start the count from the birth of Yitzchak because Yitzchak had the land already when he was there. But if I say that the Vav comes to add, means that Hashem said that you will only acquire the land if you walk the weave and the land. And since we know that Avraham Avinu only walked the weave, that means that Avraham Avinu never completed the acquisition of the land because he never walked the length of the land. That means that Avraham Avinu didn't acquire Eretz Israel. If Avraham Avinu did not acquire Eretz Israel, then Yitzchak also did not inherit Eretz Israel. then Yitzchak was a stranger in a land that's not his, then we could start counting the 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak. Sefer Shemirosh notes, according to this, that when you take a look at the Brisbane Absorim, the covenant between the parts, as we mentioned, in Bereshit chapter 15, verse number 13, it says the following, Vayoymer Avram, Hashem told Avraham, Yodea Teda, you should surely know, the strangers will be your children in a land that's not theirs. And then it says, and they will enslave them, and they will afflict them 400 years. Which means that this verse also has the vows. The verse first says that strangers will be your children in a land that's not theirs, period. And then, Vavodum, they will enslave them, and Vinoisom, and they will afflict them Arba Meyoshona four hundred years. Meaning that if I hold that the Vav is Moisif, the Vav comes to add, that means that all these things have to happen. That you have to be stranger in the land, and they have to be enslaved, and they have to be afflicted for four hundred years. That means that all these things have to happen because the Vav comes to add. But if I hold that the Vav comes to separate, like Rabbi Yonison, then I could say that the verse means to say that either Ger Yezarach or either strangers will be your children in a land that's not theirs, or Vavadum Veinu Oisom Abameyoshona, or they will be enslaved and they'll be afflicted for 400 years, meaning either it's this going to happen 
or that is going to happen. According to this, says Sefer Shemeroish, since Moshe Rabbeinu saw that the Jewish people were in Egypt, clearly when the Jewish people were in Egypt, that is already Geri Yezarach, strangers will be your children, Be'eretz Loilohem, in a land that's not theirs, then clearly they have fulfilled already part of the Gzeras Ben Absorim, of the decree of the 400 years. But since Hashem still enslaved them and still afflicted them, from there Moshe Rabbeinu deduced that whenever it's written above, all the things, all the components that's written there have to happen in order for the redemption to come. Meaning that they have to be strangers in a land that's not theirs and they have to be enslaved and they have to be afflicted because otherwise there was no need for Hashem to enslave and afflict the Jewish people because just by the mere fact that they were outside of Eretz Israel and they were in a land that's not theirs, automatically the part that says that strangers will be your children, a land that's not theirs, was already taken care of. That would be enough for us to be the redemption after 400 years. So from here Moshe Rabbeinu deduced that the Vav comes to add, that every time the Vav means that you have to make both parts of the equation. If that is so, then Moshe Rabbeinu argued, we should start counting from the birth of Yitzchak. Because since, in regards to Avram Avinu, Hashem told Avram Avinu to walk the land in the land and in the width, and that way to acquire the land, but Avram Avinu only walked the land in the width, that means that Avram Avinu did not do both parts of the equation. Automatically, Avram Avinu did not acquire the land. If Avram Avinu did not acquire the land, then Yitzchak was a stranger in a land that's not his. Then automatically, the 400 years could start from the birth of Yitzchak. According to this, Sefer Shemeroy says that this is exactly the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Lo mohare oisa lo amazeh. Why have you done evil to this nation? Meaning, since they already are in a land that's not theirs, there was no need to enslave them and afflict them. Why have you done evil to these people? That means that you did evil to these people because you hold that the Vav comes to add. Meaning that all the ingredients of the verse, all the particulars of the verse that's written by the covenant with the parts, have to happen in order to have a redemption. Because the Vav comes not to say either or. The Vav comes to say that they are going to be strangers and they're going to be enslaved and they're going to be afflicted. If that is so, then Lomozeshalachtoni, why did you send me? Meaning that since you're saying now that the Vav comes to add, that means that Avram Avinu, when he walked the land, he did not acquire the land, because there it's written, walk the land and the width, and you only walk the width, that means he did not acquire the land. If he did not acquire the land, that means that Yitzchak was a stranger in a land that's not his. That means that the 400 years started counting from the birth of Yitzchak. Then Lamozel why bother send me? Since automatically, after the 400 years, you have to redeem them, then you redeem them, that will be a complete redemption. Why send me, Moshe Rabbeinu? From the fact that you enslaved them, that shows that you hold the Vav comes to add. and the Vav comes to add, that means that you could count the years from the birth of Yitzchak. Then why bother sending me? That was Moshe Rabbeinu's argument. According to this, says Sefer Shemeroish, now we understand why the Jewish people would not believe Moshe Rabbeinu. Meaning, 
that the same reason that Moshe Rabbeinu had to argue against Hashem, that is exactly why the Jewish people did not listen to Moshe Rabbeinu. The verse says that Shamuel Moshe, they did not hear Moshe Rabbeinu, because of shortness of breath, and we'll reinterpret this too, he may avoid the kasha and from hard work. And we mentioned that the Balaturim says that Mikoitzer is written, Chaser is missing the Vav, and because it's missing the Vav, therefore it's numerical value of 430, and after 430 years the Jewish people were redeemed from Egypt, and therefore we don't understand why are the Jewish people saying this. But according to this, Sefer Shemeroi says that the Jewish people did not want to believe that Moshe Rabbeinu was the Redeemer, because Mikoitzer Ruach, because already passed 430 years from the Gzeiras Ben Absarim, for the covenant between the parts. Meaning, since 430 years passed from the covenant within the parts, that means that the 400 years started from Yitzchak. And if 400 years started from Yitzchak, that means that the time is complete. If the time is complete, then there is no reason why Moshe Rabbeinu should redeem him. Hashem should redeem him directly, because when the time is complete, our redemption has to come from Hashem, and then it's going to be a full redemption, a Elohim, a eternal redemption. And why did they think that you should count from Yitzchak? Maybe we can't count from Yitzchak, because as we say, Avram Avinu acquired the land, and Yitzchak inherited it, and then Yitzchak was not a stranger in a land that's not his. And the answer is, because may avoid the kasha, because they saw that they have harsh work, even though they were in Egypt where they were strangers in a land that's not theirs. And since they have harsh work, that means that the Vav is Moisif, that the Vav comes to add, that the covenant with the parts means to say that they're going to be strangers and they're going to be enslaved and afflicted, and therefore they have to pass through this affliction. And since they saw that the Vav comes to add, then they realize that Avram Avinu did not acquire Eretz Israel because by Avram Avinu is also written the Vav, because there is written that Hashem told Avram Avinu to walk the land and the weave, and Avram Avinu only walked the weave of the land, so therefore Avram Avinu did not acquire the land. Then we count from Yitzchak, therefore the Jewish people, by putting both things together, by putting that 430 years already passed, and by putting the fact that they had harsh labor, they realize that Chaser Vav, they realize it's missing the Vav by Avram Avinu, that Avram Avinu did not fulfill the part where he has to walk the land in its land, he only walked the weave, therefore Eretz Israel is not Muchzekes, it's not ours from Avram Avinu, therefore Yitzchak was in a land that's not his, and if Yitzchak was in a land that's not his, then the 400 years are already complete, and if the 400 years are complete, then Hashem should redeem us directly. So when the Jewish people did not want to hear Moshe Rabbeinu, they didn't want to hear Mekoitzer Ruach because the 430 years are complete and they avoid the kasha and because of hard work. And Sefer Shemeroj adds that you could now also reinterpret the word Mekoitzer Ruach and say not because of shortness of breath, you could say Mekoitzer Ruach because it's missing one of the directions, meaning either north or south or east and west. These are called the four Ruchim, the four sides of the world. And here, since Avram Avinu only walked the width and didn't walk the land, then his Koitzer Ruach is missing one of the directions, is missing the direction 
of the land. And since one direction is missing, that means that means that Avraham Avinu did not acquire the land. Then the 400 years start to count from the birth of Yitzchak. And the 400 years start to count of the birth of Yitzchak, then the redemption should come directly from Hashem, which then will be a true salomim, a full redemption, and not through Moshe. Therefore, the Jewish people did not want to listen to Moshe Rabbein. According to this idea of Sefer Shemeroish, I wanted to explain now a toysfes in Shabbos of Yud Omed Beis 10b. The Gemara there says, Omar Rav Bar Machasia, Omar Rav Baguria, Omar Rav. Loilom Alishan Adam Noi Ben Abanim. A person should not always show favor for one son more than other sons. Shabishvil because Mishkal Shnei Sloi Milas, the weight of two sloim of white cotton. Shenosan Yaakov LeYosef that Yaakov gave to Yosef, which is the Ksonis Pasim. Yosef Mishar Bonav more than any of his brothers. This Kanoboy Echav the brothers became jealous. When his Galgaladovor and the matter evolved, the yard of Mitzrayim and our forefathers went down to Egypt. Meaning that the Gemara is saying that the reason that they went to Egypt was because Yaakov you know, showed favoritism to Yosef more than the brothers. Toysef is a question. We know it's not true. We know that the reason that they went to Egypt is because of the covenant between the parts. So Toysef's answers that could be that had it not been for this hatred between the brothers, they would have not been enslaved so much. According to this Toysavis, now we could say that Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake. Moshe Rabbeinu assumed that the reason why they are afflicted and why they are enslaved is because it's part of the covenant between the parts and the vav written by the covenant between the parts comes to add. But in truth, the reason why they were afflicted in Egypt has nothing to do with the covenant between the parts. It has to do with the fact that the brothers hated Yosef and that caused that the Jewish people should be afflicted in Egypt. And because of that, the vav that's written by the covenant between the parts does not necessarily mean always to add that you have to have all the components of that verse that they have to be strangers, they have to be enslaved and afflicted, I could say that Vav means or, like Rabbi Yonison says, meaning they have to be strangers in a land that's not theirs, or they have to be enslaved, or they have to be afflicted. And if I say that the Vav is or, that means that Avram Avinu did acquire Eretz Israel because Hashem told Avram Avinu, go the land and the whiff, which means or the whiff. And Avram Avinu walked the width. So therefore Avraham Avinu acquired the land. And therefore since Avraham Avinu acquired the land that means that Yitzchak was never a stranger in his land. That means that I cannot start from the birth of Yitzchak. That means that the time is not up. And therefore the Jewish people are being redeemed by Moshe Rabbeinu. According to this interpretation Toysavis is giving the reason that even though the Jewish people were strangers in the land of Egypt and technically they should not be afflicted and they should not be enslaved because whenever it's written above it means or not end but because that Yaakov showed favoritism and because of that they hated Yosef and there was hatred between the brothers therefore the Jewish people were enslaved in Egypt and Hashem Isborg should help that we had such long gollas such long exiles until now that for sure the time of Egypt is now complete, then we should have Shua Salomim, an eternal redemption, and we'll merit to have the Beis Amigdash rebuild Bimhera Bayomenu Amen.